Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. As promised, we are starting today with a shout out. This shout out goes to Allison. Allison is one of my new doula mentor um, participants that I'm super pumped about. And her question that I'm answering today is when does a doula usually join during a birth? Hello and welcome back. So this question is um, doula specific, birth doula specific, um, but can be helpful to both a doula or to a family who has a doula just to have realistic expectations of when that doula might join you when you are in the midst of labor. Now, um, if you are new here, you might not know that many of the answers are, it depends. And today is no different. So when a doula typically joins during a labor depends a bit on the labor, how it's playing out, right? On your history of birth, if this is not your first time giving birth, um, of a person's desires and package, etc. right? So there's lots of different factors. In general, when we're thinking about keeping oxytocin really nice and high and normalizing the early labor part, part of what we want to do is keep you sort of undisturbed, right? And what I mean when I say that is having you in as much of your kind of natural environment as possible so that you don't have extra sort of interruptions or extra not typical things there, right? Think about like if you would be watching a movie maybe in like pajama pants and cuddled up on the couch. But if someone's coming over, maybe you put on something different. Maybe not, right? In labor, obviously, you might not be. But also, you might be like, well, you don't typically see me in my pajama pants, right? (laughs) Or in my underwear or whatever it is that you're laboring in. Um, And so it's kind of along those same lines that we want a person in early labor to be both cozy and full of oxytocin and also to normalize the fact that this part of labor is the easiest portion. Now, when I say that, I do not say that every single labor is super easy at the beginning, right? Because that is not the case. And um, I don't mean to gaslight anyone who has had a really challenging early labor stage, okay? So just in general, um, I'm saying that that if we're talking about like a normally progressing labor, we want that stage to be as undisturbed as possible. 
We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. The Birth Prep Blueprint course is a guide from pregnancy to postpartum, giving you the confidence to walk through this journey however it might play out. It is pre-recorded, on-demand content, so you do not have to fit your busy schedule around a class or meeting time. You can go back and revisit the lessons as much as you need to, and you can watch or listen to them on your own time. This curriculum has left many families feeling confident in their decisions, knowing what questions to ask their providers, and knowing when they should be concerned in all of these periods. One of the biggest parts of this work in terms of preparing families and walking through this journey is knowing that you have a guide to rely on, and that's exactly what this class is. Students have told me they felt like I was walking them along a path to know what to watch for and what to not be worried about. Because you are here as a listener, you get the opportunity to have a 10% off discount on this class. That code is PODCAST. It is in the show notes as well, along with the link to use to check out for the class. I do really recommend that you go give it a look because it is going to make you feel more prepared, calm, and confident for your birthing experience. And now back to our episode. So if we're thinking about wanting to keep that early part of labor undisturbed, what naturally kind of follows from that is having a doula typically join you after that point, right? Which means when you're sort of getting towards the more active stage of labor. Now, um, you might know this about me. Maybe you don't know this about me. I do not love how we distinguish the phases of the first stage of labor. And if you're like, wait a second, there are stages and phases and what is happening, then I strongly recommend (laughs) that you take a childbirth class if you're currently pregnant. Um, And also, I will maybe do a follow-up episode on what those things even are. Um, so, so in the first stage of labor, there are three phases. We generally kind of parse them out as early labor, active labor, and transition. I have a few issues with these, which is not what this episode is fully about. One issue is that sometimes they're really e- easy to distinguish, sometimes not, depending on how labor is playing out. And so in general, you want to sort of have a doula join you. If you are a doula, you want to try to join closer to active labor in most cases. However, that's not a perfect thing, right? So it is not perfectly possible to tell when that is all the time, unless you have a play-by-play of the cervix, which I don't recommend, (laughs) right? Um, And also, just because you get there at five centimeters doesn't mean you're not going to be there for a long time or you don't still have a long time left in the labor, right? So there's lots lots of caveats here, as you can hear as we're talking this through. A few factors to think about is, one, you want your doula with you, or if you're a doula, you want to be present with your clients when they need your support, right? Which means if you can give some guidance or position changes or encouragement virtually and can like hang out with your family and eat and rest before you go in, that's actually a really good use of your time because then when things like transition and pushing and the postpartum period are happening, you can actually be fresh help for them rather than being another kind of exhausted person in the room, right? 
So that's one thing to think about. The other thing is that like leaving people undisturbed portion that I just talked about. On the flip side, there are some scenarios in which I, as a doula, think about arriving early and have kind of a custom plan, right? These are some of those scenarios. One is when someone has significant past trauma or history of loss. Now, um, this is kind of a case-by-case scenario, right? Not every person who has experienced a pregnancy loss or a baby loss or um, just significant trauma of other types wants constant support in person, right? So not everyone is going to say, I really want you here as early as possible. But certainly that is sometimes wanted and needed in that scenario. That's sort of a very unique birth situation, right? Because you're also mentally and emotionally and physically as the doula preparing for that kind of marathon birth experience, right? And ideally you're prepping your client like, hey, I'm going to join you really early and therefore I might need to like take a nap at some point, right? Or I'm definitely pausing for meals, which that is going to be its own episode because too many doulas starve themselves (laughs) during a birth, which is what I did at the beginning as well, but it is not a good and sustainable thing to do to yourself, to your body, or helpful to you as you're working. So clearly a soapbox of mine. (laughs) So that will be its own show. Um, but, But I want you to think about kind of having that conversation ahead of time so that there are realistic expectations in that situation. What I sometimes tell clients is I sometimes I'm with clients for a really long time. When that's the case, I have to nap, I have to eat, I have to, et cetera. And they, of course, are understanding and expect that that is the case. Um, The other thing is that when I have a client who has a history of fast labors or fast progression at the end of labor, I usually join way sooner than I would normally join in part because everything might change really quickly. So that's another scenario that kind of falls a little outside of the range of normal and also would warrant its own custom plan, okay? So um, I hope that was helpful. I am super excited that Allison gave me this question, and I would love to get a question from you. If you head over to Instagram, at Harad Dula, so H-A-R-R-O-D-D-O-U-L-A, then send me a message there. Let me know maybe which of these episodes is your favorite, and also what question I can answer and add to my list for the 2023 podcast year. All right. Until next time, I wish you well-informed, consent-filled birthing experiences. So all of this information is intended to be educational and entertainment. Please use it as such. And if you have questions about your own medical health or need recommendations from your own provider, please do speak to them. This is not intended to replace them in any way. We are so happy that you are here joining us in this walk through pregnancy, postpartum, and lactation. Please take a second to like and subscribe, leave a positive review. That is how other families get to hear about us and get to learn from all the answers that we have here on this podcast. 
As always, I would really love to connect with you. I love answering questions. I know that you know that because you are here, but I would love to hear what your questions are. So if I have not yet answered them on the podcast, I would love to add them to the list of questions to be answered. Please do reach out to me on Instagram or via email kaylee at haraddulaservices.com so that I can answer whatever question you have and so that I can hear the feedback that you have about the podcast. Until we meet again, I wish you well-informed, consent-filled birth and postpartum experiences.